This is Karma Calling, and you better wake the f*** up. Today, we're going over all things astrology. Something's happening in the sky that is very crucial to understanding how it's going to change the directory of civilization. And I do not say that lightly as an astrologer. It's truly an epic time period to be alive and to be witnessing this. And it all has to do with the planet Pluto. And even though it was demoted in astronomy or astronomy <laughs> um, to a dwarf planet, it is bigger and badder than ever in astrology. And it is officially in Aquarius. Now, it's been in Capricorn for 15 years, and it will be in Aquarius for 20. But before we get into what the fuck that means, we're going to break it down piece by piece, okay? So if you're listening to this and you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about, I got you. And we're all going to start from the very beginning. What is a transit? In astrology, a transit is when a planet is moving in the sky and it's communicating with other planets. It might be in a different sign. And we as humans are tracking it. That's what tracking transits are. And then because we get to see what the planets are doing, right? That information is mirrored down to earth and it can give us insight of the energy we are all absorbing. And then we're projecting outwardly. Now, the energy is going to impact everyone very differently based off of your own energy, your own natal birth chart, right? Because your energy is going to be interacting with the energy up there. Some of it's going to be harder than others. Some of it's going to be more empowering. It really just depends on your unique energy. So Pluto moving signs is important because this is a 20-year transit. So the fact that it's such a slow moving planet through the sign of Aquarius, this is going to take time to develop. But when a slow moving planet, it's called an outer planet like Pluto, Neptune, Uranus, they are our outer planets, changes signs, it's epic. You can feel it because these massive planets that are our unconscious, right? Our outer planets are the deep collective unconscious is shifting energy and we all have to adjust to that energy. And that is why things on earth right now are a little chaotic, okay? Basically, outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto were discovered later in life, right? And astrology was already being practiced before this. So traditionally, Scorpio, the sign that rules over Pluto now, or Pluto rules over Scorpio, Mars used to rule over it in traditional astrology. It still does. I use both practices. But in modern astrology, Pluto rules over Scorpio. Uranus rules over Aquarius. And Neptune rules over Pisces. These are outer planets that now all have signs, okay? And so why I'm even talking about this is Pluto is the farthest planet in our solar system, right? So it really holds all the wisdom that we all need to evolve. It holds all the deep, dark secrets from where humanity has been and where we need to go. So it holds the trauma of our ancestors, but it also holds the wisdom and creation of our consciousness, the quantum field. And in shadow, Pluto is around manipulation. It is around secrecy. It is around power and control and abuse, just like the energy of Scorpio. It's around the shadow of humanity, right? We can't have light without darkness. And Scorpio represents the darkness. Now, empowered, Pluto is truly around creation. 
It is around understanding how to transcend the ego, understanding how to find inner power from all the hardships, how to alchemize pain into gold. It is the true mysteries of the world and of the human experience. And we need Pluto to evolve, basically, okay? Just like Scorpio. And so Pluto represents the phoenix that this beautiful magic bird rose from the ashes and the tears heal people, right? So even though Pluto can be dark, even though Pluto can represent death and crisis, it's what we need to grow. It's why we came down here to earth. You know, all of us consciously as souls, when we weren't in the human form, agreed to come down here. We agreed to suffer. And the thing about Earth is this universe, we don't have memory of where we came from. The journey of Earth is reminding ourselves where we came from, reminding ourselves that we are ultimately consciousness and spirit at our core. We have to transcend the ego. And that is Pluto. Now that we kind of did a little intake of what Pluto as a planet actually represents, where it is in your birth chart is your level of consciousness when you were born. Okay. It's like where you stopped in a past life, your conscious level and where you picked up in this life. So what's interesting is every generation, right? You can see the consciousness growing. The people who are young now, who are literally walking out of high schools, doing protests around climate change, gun rights, They are so influential and they are so fucking smart. The boomers, on the other hand, probably were not walking out regarding climate change in high school. (laughs) No shade to the boomers, right? But they have a lower level of consciousness than the people now on earth. And Pluto represents that because in astrology, every sign evolves. That's why it's a circle. Evolution, healing is cyclical. You go around and around and around the birth chart. What I want you to know is that Pluto in your birth chart, whatever sign it lands in and whatever house it lands in is where you are really meant to evolve in this life. You're meant to have your consciousness evolve. And that's why every generation you see higher levels of consciousness because Pluto changes signs every generation. And because in astrology, The signs build off one another. Healing is cyclical. It's a circle. We go around and around and around. Every generation is more conscious. They have less programming. They have less filtering within their bodies because their parents were more conscious of the next generation, right? It's healing. It's truly what healing is all about and evolving. And so what's happening in the sky with Pluto is whatever sign it's in, it is killing off the shadow of that sign so that the collective can evolve. Whatever sign Pluto is currently in is the level of consciousness of society and it is killing off any of the shadows of that area or exposing it per se. So what I'm going to go into before we go into your individual Plutos so you can kind of understand it a little bit better is what's been going on with Pluto the last 15 years. Okay. So Pluto was in Capricorn and Pluto entered into Capricorn in 2008. Think back to 2008. We had the real estate financial crisis, right? What's interesting about that is Capricorn rules over systems and structures of society. 
It rules over the banking system. It rules over structures like real estate because Cancer and Capricorn is around our home and our real estate. It rules over the patriarchy, the success, the wealth, the boundaries of the world, okay? And what's so fascinating about that is the last 15 years, think that every single system of our society was exposed, the shadows of it all the way from the real estate to the banking to the medical, I mean, the mental health system, everything through COVID was exposed. And this needed to happen to truly shake society and show us the decayed systems that are so outdated that we don't need anymore so that we can evolve, okay? And what's fascinating about this is that America, when we were founded as a country, because I'm assuming most people that are listening are American, Pluto was in Capricorn. And in 2021, Pluto returned, which means it returned to the exact spot that when America was founded, it returned to that spot in the American birth chart. And that means after 248 years around the sun, around America's birth chart, it returned. And what's fascinating is America's natal Pluto is in Capricorn. And it takes Pluto 248 years to get all the way around the astrology chart to go through every single sign and return back to that exact moment in time in America's birth chart happened two years ago, which means America should have learned the evolutionary lessons it needs to evolve as a country. And that is why we're at the most pivotal time ever. Because what's happening right now is it exposed the corruption of the patriarchy. And we have a decision as a collective, are we going to listen to what we have been shown and told and exposed and seen the corruption of it all? Or are we going to choose power? And so it moving into Aquarius tells us, well, where the fuck are we going as a society if Capricorn journey of exposing the systems and the patriarchy, where do we go now? Well, Aquarius represents the collective. If Saturn is around individual wealth, great wealth, the influencer culture, the Kardashians, right? This is the reality TV and flaunting your money. That was all exposed. That was all on mainstream because that was our consciousness level at the time as society. Well, now we're switching into Aquarius. Aquarius doesn't give a fuck about the individual wealth. It wants to understand the collective. It wants us to be able to live the way that you want to live. It's about burning down the system to rebuild again. And that is why the shadow of Aquarius is the rebel. But the empowered side of Aquarius is the humanitarian. You know, Aquarians, if you are an individually person who has Aquarius energy, you are someone who sees things differently. It is the second to last sign in the Zodiac. It is the last sign that rules over anything in our physical reality, which is astrology, the planets, because Pisces rules over energy, everything that's not in the physical world, where Aquarius rules over space. It rules over understanding and transcending that we are not just the ego, we are community and each one of our unique energy creates a community and we need each one of our unique personalities. So Pluto entering into Aquarius is explaining that, that it's time for 
us to break down the systems around power and only the individual top 1% getting money. And let's filter that shit back down so that we all can live in peace and harmony. It's about understanding that we need one another. Now, of course, Aquarius rules over technology. And so, yes, AI is getting huge, right? And we have a decision as we speak to start making laws consciously around AI. Or if the big tech companies win, they get to take AI and use it for power and control and money. And that's what Pluto wants us to stay away from. It wants us to expose these big tech companies and use technology to help one another. Imagine if we had AI doing the things that we don't actually want to do every day so we can create, we can do our unique passions. I know AI is scary and it's scary because people are using it to abuse it. So I think the best example of Pluto moving into Aquarius is the Taylor Swift, Elon Musk lawsuit. People created images of Taylor doing explicitory things. I don't know what the images were and they were blasted on Twitter. They were reported hundreds of times and it was never taken down until later. So Taylor Swift is suing. And whatever you think about Taylor Swift, you think about Taylor Swift. However, she's never been afraid to stand up to the man, to stand up to the patriarchy. And she has been so influential in our own economy, in the world. People are going to listen to her. So the Supreme Court now has to listen and say, oh, shit, we do have to make laws and regulations around fake recordings and images of people because technology is getting so good, right? And so it's an interesting concept that this literally is happening as we speak, that we need to make laws of regulations of what's to come. Now, beyond that, celebrities. Celebrity culture was huge during Pluto and Capricorn. Like I was saying, the reality TV, extreme wealth, idolizing that stuff, that shit's out the window. People are realizing that they do not need a bunch of money to be happy. And that's what Pluto and Capricorn's job was too. It was to ignite the cancer energy, the sign that's opposing Capricorn and saying family and nurturing and rest is just as great as money. And money is frequency. Money is energy, right? And so if you are happy, you will attract the money that you need. But maybe we don't need excess materialism and excess money. We just need to survive and everyone's soul is different and everyone's going to need different amounts of money, right? But we don't need to be programmed to believe that we have to work nine to five for the rest of our lives to be rich. If you don't want to be rich, don't fucking be rich. If you don't want to go to college, don't go to college for this amazing job that we're told all our fucking lives. Pluto moving into Aquarius is also saying what celebrities are going to be exposed, what celebrities are dark and what celebrities are going to stand up and help us evolve together because celebrities have the money and the power to change the world. Granted, it needs all of us. We all need to rise above and help. But Taylor Swift is a great example of celebrities stepping forward and saying, this is not okay. We need to make laws. So Pluto and Aquarius is around technology. It's around using it for the greater good. We're going to see a lot more people wanting to live the more simple life. Now, hot topic we're probably going to see intergalactic living in the sense of aliens are probably going to be exposed. If you're rolling your eyes right now, just hear me out. First off, it's the most egocentric human thing to ever think that we are the only conscious life form here in our universe, right? Like earth is a single drop of sand in an entire 
sandbox. There are other life forms. Do they look like us? Who fucking knows? Probably not because they probably have features that have evolved for their own ecosystem. But there are definitely people that are smarter than us or conscious beings. There's a lot of people who say they channel aliens. If anyone who does listening to this, I would love to have you on the podcast. (laughs) But that's going to be a thing. And why you know it's going to be a thing is back May of 2023, Congress held a hearing around aliens. Okay. There's obviously a lot of conspiracies. There's a lot of documentaries out there. But what was happening last May and why this is, I know, going to come for us because astrology is all based off of patterning and predictions was we're not experiencing Pluto and Aquarius for the first time. Pluto and Aquarius actually happened back March of 2023 to June 11th of 2023. Okay. It dipped in for the first time and then it went back to Capricorn until January 20th, 2024. And during that time, they held this congressional hearing about UFOs. And whenever a planet is at zero degrees of a sign, it's a pre-shadow for the rest of the transit. So for the next 20 years, it pre-shadowed that aliens are being discussed. They know that aliens are part of our consciousness. They know, and they're trying to get a hold of it and control the narrative. So why these dates are very important is I want you to think back to your personal life. What happened between March and June? Of 2023, because that's a pre-shadow of what's to come for you as an individual over the next 20 years. And now that Pluto is in Aquarius again from January 20th all the way to September 1st, that's another precursor. So pay attention to themes of your life. Pay attention, just like the Taylor Swift, Elon Musk thing, of things to come around Pluto and Aquarius themes. Then it's going to tap back into the sign of Capricorn for its final time in our entire life, okay? And it's from September 1st, I want to say to November 19th of 2024. Now, what is happening during that America's election? Do you see how this all loops together? Right. If America truly evolved, if our consciousness truly evolved from our founding fathers who had a very limited consciousness level to who we are now, we should vote in someone who is going to lead us to the future. Not someone who's a narcissistic asshole who's trying to use power and control. This is so fascinating. It's like, wild that the election is happening what like november 4th november 5th and voting starts october 18th this is going to be epic um the thing is i don't know if it's going to be a good thing i can't tell one way or another i hope so but what i do know is when pluto moves back into aquarius we are probably going to see some form of uprising and this is because last time pluto was in aquarius we had the french revolution we had the american revolution and we had the industrial revolution And this is why intergalactic living, this is why new technology, new energy sources that will save the world will come into our consciousness during Pluto and Aquarius. We need it. We see electric cars, you know, things like that. Things are going to be evolving a lot quicker, but people are also going to be rebelling. They're going to be rebelling because they're going to want to live the life that they want to live. They don't want to live the life of the man anymore. We're going to see more and more people in the streets. We're going to see more and more people advocating for their rights. And that is also the shadow of Aquarius, rebellion just to rebel. You know, I lived in Portland back during the 2020 riots and protests. And the protests were so important. 
And this was when Saturn was in Aquarius. This gives you insight. Saturn is what the collective is focusing on, the responsibility we need to be adapting, and it's in Aquarius. It pre-shadowed Pluto. And the protests were great. They were so influential. But you know what wasn't great? There were people that were waiting until sundown and they would be laughing and you would hear them and they'd be like, oh, I can't wait to fuck up the store. Oh, I can't wait to spray paint. That shit's not cool. That shit is the shadow of Aquarius to rebel just to rebel. The people who are marching for a purpose, that is the stuff that needs to be happening with Pluto and Aquarius. And so that is why Pluto moving into Aquarius is so monumental. And this time in general is so monumental because it's at zero degrees. We're going to be seeing a lot more themes. We're going to see the world transform. We're going to see our perceptions transform. And so what I'm going to layer on now is what's currently happening as I release this episode. We are now in February. We are in Aquarius season. So this is the first time in our life we've ever experienced Pluto during Aquarius season. And what happened was Pluto and the sun met up together on January 20th in the sign of Aquarius for the final or for the first time. Okay. At zero degrees. And the sun represents our consciousness and Pluto represents the collective programming. So the fact that they met up together means it highlighted what is in our consciousness that needs to come to light around power and abuse that needs to die off that is outdated. Pluto will be back in Capricorn, like I said, in September to November, but it met up with the sun, our consciousness in that energy, Capricorn, for the final time, which really set forth the final things that need to change in society. And then it moved into Aquarius and said, what's up? Like, I'm ready. Let's fucking do this shit. And then on February 4th, Mercury's meeting up with Pluto. This is going to change our perception of reality. Pluto is going to access parts of our thoughts that are distorted, our mind, the perceptions that we've developed through our own traumas, through societal programming. Pluto is going to say, wake the fuck up. What thoughts are you and what thoughts are programmed out of control? Whether that's from your parents, whether that's from the government, whatever the programming is, Pluto is saying, wake the fuck up to your cognitive thoughts the linear mind. Okay. Then February 12th, my birthday, Mars, the planet of how we individually take action is going on top of Pluto, the planet, how we collectively take action. Okay. What this is going to do is we are going to start moving towards new directions of living for the people. We're going to start taking actions toward the things that we need to change over the next 20 years. Because now Mercury, our mind, we're starting to think differently. We're starting to see things differently. Now we're going to start taking action differently. But it doesn't stop there. Venus, (laughs) the planet of our worth, our desires, our love, is going to meet up with Pluto on February 16th. So what we truly want, our desires, are totally going to transform. So the fact that every personal planet, Mercury, our objective reality, Venus, our subjective reality, and then Mars, how we take action based off of our objective and subjective personality are all being transformed by this planet, death and rebirth. We are rebirthing a new cycle of our consciousness in the Aquarius area of our chart, but also in the collective. 
So it's going to be really interesting and obviously hit the follow button. So I'm going to be keeping us all up to date throughout the year of what the heck is happening because this is all really big information. And I'll keep us all up to date of what's to come during this because this is the kickstart of a new reality. You know what I mean? Like that's why I'm saying this is imperative time. And to give you just even one more tidbit, if you're still thinking like, what the fuck is Pluto? I don't get it. Let me just explain what came into the human consciousness when Pluto was discovered. If you have not seen the movie Oppenheimer, go watch it, okay? Because the same time Pluto came into our human consciousness, so did quantum physics. And quantum physics in the spirituality realm really describes how we can manifest whatever desire we want, that it's out there in all these parallel universes. You just have to attract it into your physical form here. Well, that was being developed, why Pluto came into our consciousness. Not only that, though, the atomic bomb. That was created and dropped at the same time as well. One of the leaders in the quantum physics also created the bomb. But why this matters is the atomic bomb was the first man-made threat. We evolved enough to literally create something that could destroy us. Like humans. Too smart for your own good, right? And that is still a looming threat over humanity. If someone gets into power and thinks about themselves, they could start a World War III and we could all die. Pluto, death, literal death. However, it is also around understanding humanity better. Understanding that that hasn't happened because we as humans are spirit at our core. And I firmly believe that that won't happen because there are so many people waking up. There are so many people coming together, craving that unconditional love, which is really Neptune and Pisces right now, but that's for a whole nother freaking episode. And the thing with astrology is there's multiple placements happening at the same time, which represent the energy and really helps it happen. But right now we're talking about Pluto. So that came into the consciousness, the atomic bomb, quantum physics, and lastly, psychoanalysis. And as a therapist, this is very, very important. Psychoanalysis is a type of therapy. It was created by Sigmund Freud. You probably know Sigmund Freud for being problematic to say the least, right? He was very sexual. His clients were literally on cocaine while he studied them. But Sigmund Freud also had research that I still use in my practice today around the ego, around understanding that fundamentally the ego wants pleasure and to protect us. It's wild. The defense mechanisms. How he got there, though, not so great. And the thing is, his Pluto and his birth chart was very prominent. He was a very sexual, dark person. And then Jungian, who studied under him, took all his research and then created his own way. And he studied astrology, which is so fucking cool. But psychoanalysis is really representative of Pluto because remember, Pluto holds ancestral trauma. It holds the darkness. It holds it within our psyche that is deeply unconscious that we need to bring and shed. And that is what psychoanalysis is. And so it's really cool to see what came into the human consciousness, why Pluto is also in the consciousness. To layer that, I want you to think about consciousness levels, right? Because like I said, our founding fathers were born 248, well, 250 years ago now. Their consciousness level was limited. We have evolved as humans. And so the oldest generation on the earth right now 
are the baby boomers. So if you're born between 1937 and 1958, you have a Pluto in Leo. This is the baby boomer generation. The purpose of this generation had a very closed ego because Leo rules over ego. They all had some past life around being very creative and they really needed a lot of validation in this life. And if they did not get that validation growing up, they probably built a lot of defense mechanisms around insecurities, not feeling worthy enough. And that really doubled down on their ego. But the purpose of this generation was to get to the Aquarian energy, to get to the collective living, to understand the uniqueness of society. And you see a big gap. And the thing is, why we are in the space we are in in America is because of the baby boomers. They are so fixated in their ways. Well, we had to do it, so you guys have to do it. We don't live in the same world anymore. Like, I don't get people. You know, these really old people, they're so distorted from the reality and they think they're right. And it's like, bruh, your purpose was to just transcend that ego. And what's interesting is Pluto in the sky is now challenging their own Pluto in their birth chart. It's, it's wild. Then we have Pluto in Virgo. This is 1956 to eight, right? Because Pluto retrogrades and moves forward. And then to 1972. The consciousness of this generation, the Pluto in Virgo people, Y'all came down with a lot of guilt. You probably came down feeling like you really needed to be perfect. You probably came down holding a lot of work, which almost got projected into being workaholics and trying to control things. And your purpose here was to learn to trust because Pisces is the opposite sign to evolve into understanding that you are never alone. Spirit's always there. And there's nothing to truly feel guilty about. You were here to purify yourself. Then Pluto in Libra, this is the late Gen X. This was from 1971 to 1984. This is the generation that came down to learn who they are as individuals because Aries, the sign of the self, is the opposite sign. So y'all came down and you were really looking for your own self-worth in other people. You really had to awaken to your own values and understand that you are worthy and that your partners do not complete you. And this is why this is called the divorce population, because a lot of people got into relationships based on what they felt like they deserved and would lose themselves in their partners, whether it was their partners controlling them, them controlling their partners. And they are here to wake up to their own values and their own beliefs and being in a very balanced relationship. And this is also the generation where women really had started to break society norms and become equal. You know, Libra is a cardinal sign. They're go-getters. They want justice. That is what Libra is around, justice and equality and balance. And you really saw that during this time period of women coming into power and balancing that out. So if you're born between 1983 and 1995, you are a millennial and you have Pluto and Scorpio. And this generation changed the world period. And why they changed the world is this is the generation that came down to heal society, right? Pluto's home here. It's around exposing the abuse and the trauma and starting to talk about it. This is the generation that said, why, why are we conforming? Why do we do the things that we do? Why is it okay for our parents to abuse us? They exposed the darkness of humanity and said, no more. This is the generation that went to therapy and said therapy is okay and normalized it. This is the generation of psychologists because they all were in this, these toxic environments oftentimes, and they wanted to help heal society, right? Because when they were born, there was a lot of toxicity. The people with Pluto and Scorpio are the exposing generation. 
They are the Me Too, Me Too movements. They are the people exposing the Catholic Church, right? All these really sinister things are being exposed by these people because they are saying no fucking more. And this generation set us up for the generations to come. So no hate to the older populations, but as you can see, we have grown. And once you get to Scorpio in astrology, that is the darkness, that is the shadows, that is learning how to use your trauma and alchemize it into gold. That's what we are doing. This is the new earth. And it started with Pluto and Scorpio because people started to heal and it started to normalize. And of course, there are people who did this along the way prior to this, but this is now collective, right? So this generation made it okay to talk about the topics that no one wanted to talk about. So then we have the Pluto and Sagittarius generation. Pluto and Sagittarius is the Gen Z population. If you were born between 1995 and 2008 and Pluto and Sagittarius, they want freedom. They're not going to conform to societies. They're not going to conform to the duality of earth. You are this sexuality or you are this sexuality. There's only this way. Like that's out the fucking window. Um, nine to five jobs out the fucking window. And, and this generation had all of this wisdom at their fingertips. And so it was easy to evolve. And they're also here to keep learning, right? Because Gemini is the opposite side and they need to make sure they also understand things from a linear perspective and a higher wisdom. And then we go into the Pluto and Capricorn generation that just ended. And I believe this is generation alpha. This was from 2008 to 2024, literally right now. And this generation is being born to rebuild. Okay. So they're going to rebuild all the system and structures that are kind of getting torn down right now. They're the ones who are going to create a new way of success, what that really looks like. And then the Pluto and Aquarius generation being born now, I feel like they're going to have like such a higher level of consciousness. It's going to be crazy. Like, especially because they're all parents are kind of tapped in now. So their kids are going to be like, I'm seeing someone. And all the parents are going to like, be like, oh, cool. I'm not shut it down. I shouldn't say everyone because that's not true, at least in our households <laughs> and the people I surround myself with. But beyond that, it's interesting. Like a thing on TikTok that was going around was like the Sephora 10 year old girl thing. And this is the Pluto and Capricorn generation, right? We're born with that level of consciousness and they're all buying a bunch of makeup and they're like 10. And the thing is, people are hating on them and saying, where's their parents? And it's so true. Like, but at the same time, they were programmed by technology, by influencer culture. And so it kind of shows you they're very strong willed. They're going to be very successful. They're going to create the life they want to live, but they also have a lot of programming, reprogramming to do around what is success and wealth. Just like Pluto and Sagittarius, they can be self-righteous as fuck this generation. They can think that they know what's best and they need to humble themselves a little bit. And Pluto and Scorpio generation, they need to heal and they need to do the healing, but that doesn't mean they all are, right? They could also be very manipulative and sinister and in abusive relationships. So every single generation is going to have people that evolve and people that don't evolve. Okay. I think it's just the, as we all go through life, you can see that more and more people are. So the majority is in a way, and this really goes back to soul groups. There's a theory that we are born in these soul groups and we all kind of reincarnate together and help the planet. And again, that's for another episode and getting off topic. So basically to sum this episode up, I, hopefully this made sense because when I start talking about astrology, shit just comes out. I don't even know, but to sum it up, look at the Aquarius part of your chart. You are going to evolve in this spot. Things are going to happen where you're going to rebirth yourself multiple times over. If you have planets here, 
you are going to be a new person at the end of this. February is going to be a month that's going to foreshadow this all. We just had a new moon in Aquarius yesterday. If you have not set your new moon intentions, set them. It's okay if you're a little late. Really figure out what do I want to grow in this area of my chart. You can Google whatever house it's in. I really do need to do a whole podcast on that so you know what the fuck I'm talking about. But yeah, the world's changing. The collective is changing. It's going to be for the better. Are we going to have growing pains as we go through it? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's going to be a lot of hardship. There's going to be a lot of chaos. But at the end of this 20-year cycle, we are going to see a different world, a more collective world, a more understanding of one another and not shaming and not separation. And it's going to be beautiful. And I'm just an optimist. So that's what you're going to hear here. You're going to hear the truth in astrology, but you're also going to hear the optimistic side of how to use this to our best intention, right? And not fear mongle. Hopefully I didn't fear mongle. That's like a huge value of mine not to do that. So if you want to know what's to come for you, you can absolutely head on over to my website, The Lunar Child, and get a reading done. Next time, you guys, I'm going to have a travel writer. Her name is Chloe Caldwell here with me. We're going to talk about how did she manifest her dream career? How did she unconsciously already knew her birth chart and manifested it into the reality? It's going to be a fun episode, so do not miss it. Go ahead and like and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Send this to a friend so they know why they might be feeling off, why things in the world might be going a little chaotic as we all evolve together. I am so excited to see you all evolve together. See you next time, guys. To get in touch with me, you can head over to thelunarchild.com and book any astrology or therapy sessions. I'm also on TikTok and Instagram, The Lunar Child, if you want to dive into daily astrology transits, everything you need to know about your birth chart, and some health and wellness goodies. And I will see you all next time.